a radio show that confesses Christ without confusing the law and the gospel. A radio show that takes scripture seriously without taking ourselves so seriously. You're listening to Table Talk Radio. Jesus does not lie. And he told me, you're baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. He told me, this is my blood shed for you. He told me, whoever sins you forgive, they are forgiven. And I've heard the Lord's voice in the absolution forgiven. He's, he's told me that he, uh, that he loves the world, that he died for the world, that he shed his blood to save me and forgive me. He said it, and he doesn't lie. Those sins, which we're supposed to be conquering, have been conquered, not by our striving to overcome them, but have they been conquered by the death of Jesus. Those sins, even those pet sins that we're supposed to overcome, even the, the sins that we keep coming back to, those have been crucified with Christ. Uh, and now uh, sanctification is, is putting to death the old, the old Adam, the old flesh, by confessing our sins. I wasn't paying attention to what you just said. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Sorry, I was reading Facebook statuses. Hello? Oh, oh, sorry. I get here. Sorry. I, I'm just reading all these emails that I got. Um, not a Facebook user, this one says. Um, you remember a couple of weeks ago I, I mentioned that uh, there, you know, there's got to be more listeners to Table Talk Radio that we were not Facebook. Uh, yeah. I, I just got this flood of emails, and I'm just trying to go through all these. Let's see. Oh, here's yeah. here's one from Mike, uh, not a Facebook user. I just listened to your show, and I'm here to tell you that I do not have Facebook, never have, never will. Social networking is not a meaningful form of human communication. Remember when we called people who uh, spend too much time on the Internet chat rooms weirdos and creeps? What happened? In this modern day, what kind of detached computer-based social life is consistent? Uh, is considered healthy and the norm. <laughs> Most people use Facebook to rant their poorly conceived, unedited opinions about things. If there, <laughs> if there is one thing, other people that, use our radio show. <laughs> Never mind that. If there is eighty-year-old soul in a twenty-year-old body. <laughs> if there is one Sorry, thing that our culture needs to do without. It is more people spouting off what they think without thinking. <laughs> if I had hey, Facebook, take it easy there. <laughs> take it easy. You're getting close, close to home. <laughs> if I think Facebook, if I had Facebook, I would be bombarded with this dribble night and day, and would be expected to comment on it. What am I supposed to say? If I was honest about what I really thought, my Facebook experience would be an exercise in arguing against their foolishness. Fun. Um, I get that enough in real life. Thanks. Oh, all right. So I, I mean, this is just one of. Thousands. I, by the way, do not need. I do not need Facebook to spout off unthought uh, of ideas. Neither does Mike. <laughs> I'm looking up, by the way, a random Facebook status generator. <laughs> oh, brother! This will be good. Now, now be real you good. are just going to take everything that you ever wanted in life and put generator behind it in a Google search. Random and generator. <laughs> Sermon generator. I uh, wonder if there's a random love poem generator. <laughs> just, let me just check. And then I'll check for the random sermon generator. 
All right, all right, all right. Uh, let's do some. Let's okay. We have some buzzwords to look at, and then we're gonna read some, uh, read an email, and then today on Table Talk Radio is the uh, catechism-based Table Talk Radio. Uh, this is oh, where yeah. we're taking all of your games uh, based on the catechism and playing it in one super show. So uh, that should be uh, fairly above above normal. Now, I don't know that it'll be funny, though. So, Jane, I think you're safe to be on the <laughs> treadmill today. You're safe, Jane. We got an email from Jane, didn't we? She said how much she appreciates the Jane treadmill warning, and uh, she hasn't fallen off the treadmill since. Good, so good. It's yeah. good news. Yeah. So it's a big relief. Um I I got an email from a Jane. I'm not sure if it's the same Jane, uh, but uh, she says uh this is uh a Jane and Jim. Uh hi, uh it's Jane Table Talk listeners from Ontario, Canada, eh? After listening Yeah, that's Jane. That's the right. same one. That's Jane of Jane's treadmill fame. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> After listening to show one hundred and seventy four, I had to write, I also am not on Facebook. Nor will I be until several years from now when my daughters are old enough and interested enough in joining Facebook. Not only that, I don't even have a cell phone. No cell phone and no Facebook. And we have those things in Canada. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. I've got so many Another friends. Another anti-Facebook page. Here, by the way, uh, is... Um... <laughs> here's a... Here's a... <laughs> I found the social networking status generator. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, All right. Evan distrusts camels and anyone else who can go a week without a drink. <laughs> Evan is going to... Oh, never mind that one. <laughs> okay. Evan is afraid, very afraid. Evan didn't retire. He surrendered. Oh, okay. We're gonna let's see here. Let's uh, let's do our. Bu- is there a buzzword generator? We need a rant. Oh yeah, we used to have that for. The- Actually, I found it on Theopedia. Um, you, you found the random buzzword generator. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to. Hold uh, on. You have to go to uh, an article first, and then on the left side is the random article link. So, and that's how I got today's buzzword for you. Are you ready for today's buzzword? Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's actually a buzz phrase. And, uh, Evan has armpits that are so hairy, he looks like he's got Don King in a headlock. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> All right, buzzwords, buzzwords. Sorry, buzzwords. your buzzwords. All right. All right. Uh, this is from uh, our friends at Theopedia, and the theological buzzword is hyper Calvinism. Oh, nice. <laughs> it says the term hyper Calvinism refers to otherwise a... known as. Calvinism. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I thought you'd like this one. Uh, the term hyper-Calvinism refers primarily to a theological position that historically arose from within Calvinist tradition among the early English, particular Baptists, in the mid-1700s. It can be seen in the teachings of men like Joseph Hussey, uh, Louis Wayman, John... I don't know these guys. Um, it is it is called hyper-Calvinism by its critics, who maintain that it... Uh, deviates from biblical gospel by one denying that the call of the gospel to repent and believe is universal uh, for all alike, and two denying that the unregenerate natural man has a duty to repent and believe in Christ for salvation. What do you think of that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, these, uh, you know, the one of the things that we have with Calvinists is it's like a Baskin Robbins. You know, there's so many different flavors of it. <laughs> Who can keep track of all of this stuff? What do you think? Are you ready to be jump over and become a hyper Calvinist? 
I am failing to see the distinctions. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, I got a buzzword for you. Ready? Ready. Um, sin. Now, I've been thinking about this a little bit because I've been reading Joel Osteen. And I found out. <laughs> I saw that you were on Issues Etc. Get... talking about that jargon. Off the shelf now. Is that I found? He has this book every day of Friday. Is this as a result of your Facebook status updates about Joel Osteen? And they're like, "Hey, we saw we we're friends with you on Facebook, and we saw that you're talking about. You want to talk on the radio about it? Is that is that kind of how it went down? Um, no. (laughs) Why is that? Do you want? Is that how you want it to go down? I I can't tell what you're. I just can't get what you're digging at here. If uh, if Facebook got you on issues, etc., that's all I'm asking. No, okay. it did not get me on issues and such. The way it happened was the exact opposite. So they said they called me up and said, hey, you want to read this book uh, and review it for us? And I said, sure. So I started reading it, and then I just couldn't help myself. It spilled over. <laughs> it spilled over. It spilled over into Bible class. It spilled over into sermons. It spilled over into Facebook and onto the worldwide Wolfmuller. And now it's, it's spilling over to that which is dearest to my own heart. Table table right. <laughs> that is that is the danger and risk of reading Joel Osteen. Apparently, uh, my universe is expanding. But as he, I read this book every day of Friday, and there's one place where the word sin comes up. Ready? Ready? One place, 287 pages. Notice how Gideon can see. This is Joel. Notice how Gideon perceived himself compared to how God saw him. God said he was a mighty man of fearless courage. If God were to call your name today, he wouldn't say. Hello, you weak worm of the dust. Hello, you failure. Hello, you old sinner. How's my loser doing today? <laughs> so, God would say the same sort of thing to you. He said to Gideon, Hello, Mary, you mighty woman of fearless courage. Or Hello, Bob, you mighty man of fearless courage. That's it. That's the one use of sin in the whole book. So it's actually ah. it's actually using of of what God wouldn't say of you. Yeah, He'd never call you a sinner. I mean, never mind what uh, you know. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. We make God into a liar because God says we're sinners. Never mind that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't well. don't trouble yourself with all that stuff. So, but but we look. We have sin in two ways. So we have sin and actual sin. The way, our actual transgressions of the Lord's commandments. When we break His commands, that's sin. But we also have sin is is more fundamental than that. It's the essential corruption of our human nature. It's a uh, it's our that we lost the image of God uh, in the fall of Adam and Eve, and we inherited from our parents a, a fallen, sinful nature that's inclined to sin, and that inclination is sin itself. Uh, so sin goes all the way down to who we are. Uh, uh, it's it's not a, it equal to our identity, but it co- completely corrupts us. That's our teaching of sin. All right, so we're going to hit this commercial break. When we come back, we're going to be playing Ten Commandments in the News, uh, followed by which article of the Creed and which petition of the Lord's Prayer. This is the Catechism ed- edition of Table Talk Radio. We will be right back. Right Don't go away. Hi, this is Todd Wilkin, host of Issues Etc. When I can't sleep, I listen to Table Talk Radio.
back to Table Talk Radio. We are playing Ten Commandments in the News. And then uh, after this, we'll be playing which article of the Creed and which petition of the Lord's Prayer. Uh, all right, what are you working on over there, Pastor? Oh, just doing a randomly generated love poem. Uh, no, that's, that's, Im- that's important. <laughs> but uh, your skin glows like the apple, blossoms big as the rose in the purest hope of spring. My heart follows your trumpet voice and leaps like a puppy at the whisper of your name. Oh, brother. Uh, the the evening floats in on a great buzzard wing. <laughs> I am comforted by your socks that I carry to the twilight of stump beams and hold next to my ear. I, I can see Carrie batting her eyes right now. I am filled with hope that I may dry your tears of Motorola. Good thing she doesn't listen. Otherwise, oh, when oh, I give Brian, this to her, you know. Uh, you are so <laughs> romantic. <laughs> You were never this romantic when we were dating. (laughs) As my toenail falls from my tank top, it reminds me of your table talk radio. Oh, what the? That's a beautiful line of poem right there. We'll we'll have our voice over here. I'm also looking over here at the the sermon generator. I don't know how this thing's going to work. I wonder if you have to put in a text or if it just generates a sermon out of thin air. Ex nihilo. Uh, yeah, well, let me know. All right, but let's let's get into Tinker Hands in the news. The way this works... Oh, hey, oh, I got something before we do this. Because uh, one of the beautiful things is we meditate on the catechism. So remember, and the catechism is, is essentially is the Ten Commandments, the Creed, and the Lord's Prayer. We also have baptism, confession, absolution, and the Lord's Supper. Uh, so those are the six chief parts. But that the, the main kind of chunk of the catechism is those three first things, Ten Commandments, Creed, Lord's Prayer. And then um, and we, as we meditate on them, we see that there's an internal connection, that the first commandment is connected to the second and third commandments as the things of God, that the, that the fifth through the tenth commandments all flow out of the fourth commandment, that every commandment has a has a ligament connected to the ninth and tenth commandments. So that's what, when Jesus says, for example, if you uh, look to lust, he's connecting the sixth commandment all the way to the tenth commandment. In, in other words, all the commandments all the, go all the way down to what you desire, in the, uh, to what you want. So that there's this beautiful connection between the commandments. And we see the same thing in the, in the creed, that the first article is God the Father giving himself with creation, God the Son giving himself for our redemption, God the Holy Spirit giving himself for our sanctification. Uh, and there's this beautiful connection between those three things. And then in the Lord's Prayer, we have the same thing. We have the, the, the first three petitions, which have to do with the things of God, and they, and they unfold from one another. And then we have the last four petitions of the Lord's Prayer, which are also related to each other. They tell a story, our bodily needs, the needs of our conscience, deliverance, and finally our own death. So that there's this, there's this connection between the parts. But then we step back a little bit, and we begin to see the connection of the whole thing, that all of these uh, parts of the catechism are telling a story. So the Ten Commandments tell us what it is to be a human being, uh, to live, uh, um, to to live in this universe. It, they tell us what God desires, and they show us our sinfulness. Uh, so they put to, they put forth the requirements of life before God, but they also show us that we can't meet those requirements. So then we get to the Creed, where now we see that that not only does God have demands for us, but he has gifts for us. Everything now comes to us as a gift. And then uh, uh, we come to the Lord's Prayer, which is training us to desire those things that God uh, gives in the midst of all the difficulties. In fact, I think if you took the if you took the uh, Ten Commandments and the Creed and you smashed them together, the result is the Lord's Prayer. 
at the end. So there's this beautiful connection between all these chief parts as well. So this game, hopefully, these games will be uh, helpful. We can we can kind of show how how there's these different themes that weave between these different parts of the catechism. Simply beautiful. Yes, well said. All right. So the first one then, uh, Ten Commandments in the news. Uh, we read a news item and then discuss which of the Ten Commandments, Ten Commandments is being involved in the news item. Uh, not necessarily have to be breaking the commandments, but which which they're involving. And this kind of helps us frame our our mind of of how it is that uh, we are. Uh, to be thinking of the Ten Commandments, how, how the Ten Commandments are involved with everyday life. So, uh, I have uh, an article for you, uh, Pastor Wolf Miller. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. This was sent in to a, a listener, uh, to us by a listener from the Denver Post. Uh, it says um, he, he he said that uh, this would be good for Ten Commandments in the news and the, and to talk about vocation. So here it is. Guardian angels step up patrols in downtown Denver after a string of attacks. Members of the volunteer crime-fighting Guardian Angels have stepped up patrols on the 16th Street Mall. The group has increased its presence in downtown Denver in response to attacks that single out uh, solitary uh, victims on the mall, said Sabian Metz, the group's regional director in Denver. The recent attacks, we can't ignore them, uh, Metz said. We hope our visible presence will stop some stuff and reassurance uh, reassure people as well. Denver police said 15 attacks and robberies have been reported downtown between August 1st and November 9th, including six on the mall and five on the Market Street. Police investigators suspect that at least one person has been involved in several of the cases. Uh, the violent attacks have been uh, the violent attacks have been carried. Oh, I see. It, it continues. Violent acts have been carried out by groups of uh, up to eight people. Denver police said they welcomed the additional assistance from Guardian Angels. Uh, quote, we were pleased to have any citizen or citizen group help us to be an extra set of eyes and ears, said Denver Police Department spokesman John White. Uh, all right, so that's basically the gist of the article. Uh, what do you think? This is really, this is a very interesting article. Uh, so the first the first uh, commandment that is rolling around in there, and probably the chief one of the whole thing, is the fifth commandment. Uh, which says you shall not kill, which means that not only are we obliged to not hurt or harm our neighbor in his body, but also to help uh, and protect him in every bodily need. Uh, so here there's violence that's happening in downtown Denver, so people are stepping up to protect their neighbor when they see that violence, um, which is good. But there's a fourth commandment question here too, uh, which is the question of vocation. Um, do you have the the calling to do that? Uh, in other words, here's a bunch of folks that are acting like police. And we have it in in the United States to where that's okay. I know that because because uh, Carrie likes to watch Dog the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> you, you know, you know Dog the Bounty Hunter. Yeah, he's a bounty hunter and he's a private citizen. He doesn't have any sort of law enforcement anything like this. I think he has a badge that he made somewhere. Says <laughs> Dog the Bounty Hunter, but it's not a real badge. He's he he's not doesn't work for the government, and yet. Uh, our government allows citizens to kind of have these uh, patrol mechanisms. Um, so because it's allowed and because it's nice that, you know, the police say, hey, we appreciate the help there, too, then we can rejoice in it. It, 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 could, be, uh, it could be a conflict there, though, when someone um, has a private vocation of being a private citizen and, uh, and they begin to act in kind of a public way. Mm-hmm. 
Although I think these guys, they just walk around in these red jackets that say Guardian Angels, and they don't really, uh, I don't think they actually do anything. (laughs) Just just the presence of a bunch of red jackets is supposed to keep people from doing bad things. That's nice. Didn't we didn't we suggest something like that for keeping um oh yeah blasting table talk radio to keep the turkeys out of the front yard? I think I had tuned out by that mind. point. Probably. <laughs> I not, got one here. Not even I can make it through the entire show. <laughs> yeah, no, that's right. It's good to be able to have uh, have sympathy with our listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you want this one? I got a couple headlines here. Breaking Dawn of official replica wedding gown available in stores. You want that one? Mm-mm. Or uh, what about this one? Uh, Dancing with the Stars. The Kardashians dominate the finals. <laughs> Do you have any real ones? All right. Yeah, here. Spain uh, pays more to borrow than Greece as Radjoy appeals to Europe. Ooh, that'll be a tough one, but I'll, I'll see what I can do. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, Spain paid more than Greece and Portugal to sell three months' bills, and the newly elected People's Party called for a European agreement to save the nation's debt, saying the country can't afford 7% interest rate. Spain's three months' borrowing cost doubled as it sold bills at an average yield of 5.11%, more than twice the rate that the previous auction a month ago. The Treasury paid more than 4.63% for 13-week bills sold November 15th by Greece, which received a European-led bailout last year. Portugal paid 4.895% on three months' bills the following day. Maria Dolores de Cospedal, the deputy leader of Spain's People's Party, which has ousted the ruling socialist on November 20th yesterday, called for a euro region according to save and guarantee the solvency of Spain's 650 billion euro debt. Spain can't afford to continue financing itself at 7%, she said, referring to the yield on 10% debt that led Greece, Portugal, and Ireland to seek EU aid. Okay, uh, so uh, we're dealing with these uh, various governments, and every deal with government, we're dealing with the fourth commandment because we should uh, fear and love God so that we do not despise or anger our parents and other authorities. So the government certainly uh, are included there. Um, anytime we're dealing with, with money, uh, we're dealing with possessions, we're dealing with the seventh commandment, uh, that we should not steal. Uh, so that is included here. And then... Uh, <laughs> We also have the Eighth Commandment here. Or, I'm sorry, no, the Seventh Commandment. Uh, I meant to say the Seventh Commandment again, um, that we shouldn't steal. And uh, that's what you have when you have a bailout. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, Europe is in this big deal because, you, you, you know, you have, I mean, there's, there, there's different, there's borders around countries for a reason. Um, and uh, so, so that you make each country is different, but you kind of make the dollar the same going across all the borders, and you get into all sorts of difficulties here. So. Yeah, that's right. Well, tell you what, let's uh, let's take a break because I'm getting kind of tired, and uh, we'll come back and we'll play which article of the creed. Uh, this is only on Table Talk Radio. No other Lutheran theological game show has this game. Which article of the creed? <laughs> we'll be right back. You're listening to Table Talk Radio. If I had a million dollars, Have 
you ever been flipping through the radio and suddenly wonder why you've been listening to something? Well, this is Staple Talk Radio. And we're back for more Table Talk Radio and to play which article of the creed. All right, Pastor Wolfman, you need to tell us again how this game works because I can barely remember last week's show. I'm trying to I'm trying to post all the different randomly generated statuses on my Facebook page though. Uh, Ev- Evan doesn't want to be disturbed. He's living happily ever after. <laughs> yeah, I, have I like to do, that one. Yeah, I have to do this. Well, radio what about show. this one? Evan took an IQ test and the results were negative. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, don't worry. Here, <laughs> Evan read all about the evils of drinking beer, so he gave up reading. <laughs> <laughs> See all the fun that you're missing on Facebook here. No, I'm not. Okay, the I, way this game. Well, listen, I'm not missing it out. Uh, not being on Facebook because I can go. I can Google random status generator too. In fact, I'm gonna. Why don't you tell us how this game works? I'm gonna do that. Evan, hold on. I got. Evan is not a complete idiot. Some parts are missing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good one. Oh, man. Okay, so we have the creed, which is divided into three parts. I believe in God the Father. Uh, I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. And that's uh, where God the Father gives himself to us with all of creation. The second article, I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. And then it rehearses the, the incarnation, birth, Life, death, resurrection, ascension, and soon coming of our Lord Jesus. Second article of the Creed, and that's our redemption. And then the third article of the Creed, I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, communion of saints, etc., uh, is the Holy Spirit and uh, and sanctification. So that's where we have things like the church, the sacraments, the preaching of God's word, etc. So the way this game works is we name something. Do you have things to name, or is it just up to me on this? Oh, I don't know, but I found the random insult generator. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to accept you as you are, or do you want me to like you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Evan is his own worst enemy. <laughs> it takes you two Evan hours to watch Evan is asking those who minutes. believe in psychokinesis to raise his hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You have a, what did you, you say? You uh, Last time I said uh, it takes you two hours to watch 60 Minutes. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> You have a titanic intellect in a world of icebergs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah? Evan doesn't practice what he preaches because he's not the kind of person he's preaching to. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say all the time. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. What were you talking about? Something about oh, the, the articles of the Creed? Uh, or something? Evan thinks that the gene pool could use a little chlorine. How about that one? <laughs> Um, okay, yeah, so the uh, the Holy Spirit and the church. So, oh, yeah, I was asking if you were going to give things to guess about or if it was only me offering the uh, the uh, things here. I have some today. I have some. Oh, good, okay. So the way the game works is we name something, and then you say, which article of the creed is that from? So, for example, I'll go first. I'll just start out with an easy one, a little warm-up. Marshmallows. Uh, this is the first article. Uh, yes, that's right. Did you w- sticks when, with which to roast marshmallows? Did uh, when when I wasn't listening, were you talking what the uh, three articles were? So that those who maybe yeah, don't know, I was. Oh, okay, good. Yep. yep. Uh, okay, uh, then I have one for you: macaroni and cheese. Evan is seeing his life flash before his eyes. It's really <laughs> boring. 
Uh, macaroni and cheese is also first commandment. No, I mean first uh, article. I think we're going to notice something here too, by the way, that most of the things that we just think of, uh, we should do a random thing generator, a random noun generator or something like this. And almost all of them are going to be first article. Uh, uh, For example, uh, red jackets on guardian angels. Mm -hmm. Have you considered suing your brains for lack of support? I don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Now, uh, I'll give you something else, though. A sermon. Ooh, uh, okay. So this is going to be uh, both. Well, uh, you need to qualify that. Whose sermon? Joel Osteen's sermon? That's a good point, because Joel Osteen's sermons are going to be sermons about the... Well, they're going to be false doctrines, so they're going to be sermons against the Second Commandment. But um, they're mostly going to be about first article things, a right. promotion, increase, getting a raise, etc. Not about spiritual things, but a law gospel sermon. Okay. Uh, then I will say um, this is both second article and third article. You also notice that uh, a lot of the times... Uh, these that are second article are also going to be third article, and here's why. Uh, that in the, the, the sermon, uh, we receive the, the real forgiveness of sins. We, uh, just as, as Romans says that uh, faith comes from a hearing and hearing by the word of, the word of God, uh, so that the, uh, the, the sermon that we, we hear, that, that God is actually bestowing his forgiveness to us through his ears, and this is taking place in the church, uh, which is the, the third article. So this is both uh, second and third article. Right, right. Although I'll make a little distinction here, because I would have just said third article, and this is why, because it's the it's the Holy Spirit's work to bring us the Word okay, of God. Okay. But the content is so the the content of the things that the Holy Spirit is bringing in the third article is always the second article. Yeah. So so the second article is the the objective uh, winning of salvation by Christ's death and resurrection, but when right, it's being right. bestowed, it's going to be the third article. Yeah, whether, whether be the third article, but whether it happens in the church no, or ahead. not, really. I mean, I mean, if you uh, were to uh, uh, share God's word with someone on the bus, that would still be third article. Yeah, that's right. So, but this is a very—I mean, there's a there's a very close connection between the second article and the third article. I mean, they're 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 um. So the second article is always it, the third article is to serve the second article and to bring the second article to us. So the third article is delivering the second article. But it's still, if we can kind of, if we're going to draw these fine distinctions, we'll let it stand on its own. But I think you make a fine, fine point. Uh, so uh, here's another one: uh, the birth of Jesus. Second article. So this is uh, in the birth of Jesus. We have uh, uh, God, God taking on human flesh, uh, being born of uh, the Virgin Mary, and uh, He was the only person in history who was born to die, so to die for our sins and win the forgiveness of sins for us. So yeah. uh, this would be second article. All right, I have one for it you. It's amazing, too, born to die and without sin. So born to die but without the – oh, that's that's amazing. I never actually thought about that, the only person in history born to die. Ready? Yeah. The Book of Esther. <laughs> that's a third article. Uh, the Holy Spirit inspired the prophets. The, uh, remember the prophets spoke by the Holy Spirit. Uh, and so the Bible itself and all the books in the Bible are going to be third article. Now the content, this is an interesting thing, isn't it? The content of uh, 
uh, of the Book of Esther is mostly first article. Uh, Esther and the and the, the drama there to save the Jews and uh, so that they uh, wouldn't be destroyed. But we remember when we remember that the reason why the Lord in the Old Testament had a people and a place it was so that the Messiah would have a hometown uh, and would have a family tree. So uh, so we see how it is related to this second article as well. But that's uh, the books of the Bible are third article gifts. Yeah. What about uh, a baptismal font? Third article, the work of the Holy Spirit in the sacraments is uh, is given to us there. So baptismal font, well, I should, yes, the baptismal font is a third article gift. But now there's some first article things in there because that thing is made out of marble or wood or uh, plastic or whatever. What is your baptismal certificate or uh, <laughs> font made out of? <laughs> Sorry, baptismal certificates on sale now. I don't know, I haven't printed any off yet. <laughs> I still got the invoice here, unfilled too. Don't worry. Mom and Dad should be arriving today, and the first thing I'm going to give them is the invoice for the baptismal certificates they bought for your church there for their Thanksgiving visit. We anyway, we haven't used any yet, so it doesn't. I don't think we should have to. Pay do our listeners know that my mom is your church secretary? No. Have, they, have we made that connection on air? Isn't that strange? Uh, so I call up. Hi, mom. Can I talk to Evan? Oh, you mean Pastor Gagline? She says. All right. Uh, what about this one? The University of Lutheran uh, Chapel. Oh, ULC. Oh, how interesting. That's a church. It's a third article gift. Now it has a building like a baptismal font. It has first article things. See, see, the third. Isn't this so magnificent? How the third article, uh, the 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 work of the Holy Spirit, is God drawing in the the uh, first article gifts. I mean. God is always drawing in first article gifts to use for our benefit. So God draws in marble and wood and water to give us forgiveness and life and salvation. I mean, Jesus draws to himself the flesh of Mary so he can be a man, and he draws to himself nails and cross so he can serve and forgive us. And now in the church, the Lord draws together wood and shingles and electricity and microphones and computers and everything and, you know, cushions on the pews if you're a lib uh all this sort of stuff <laughs> he draws in all these sorts of things to serve for our the benefit of of the forgiveness of sins so that's the so the in the third article the, the holy spirit takes up all these first article things and 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 uh and uses them for our benefit so that's what university lutheran chapel is it's a uh, first article but especially third article for the sake of the second article <laughs> that's right i'll give you 200 points for all of that Jargon. Woo! Thank you. <coughs> Did I get any? 200. Yeah, you can have uh, 20 points. All right. Okay, we're going to be right back and play Which Petition? Uh, our Lord's Prayer Catechism game. We'll be right back. You're listening to Table Talk Radio. I got some ocean pride property in Arizona. From my front porch, you can see the sea. I got some ocean pride property. Hi, this is Jonathan Fisk, and if you are interested in hard-hitting, dynamic, 200-proof Lutheran doctrine, then whatever you do, don't listen to Table Talk Radio. Watch Worldview Everlasting. I could while away the hours, conferring with the flowers, consulting with the rain. 
head, I'd be scratching while my thoughts were busy hatching if I only had a brain. If brains were taxed, you would certainly be owed a refund. (laughs) Hey, welcome back to Table Talk Radio. Oh, yeah. Uh, we are in the midst of insulting each other using yeah. someone else's jokes. Evan um, is just working here till the good fast food job opens up. <laughs> That's for true. All right. Which Evan condition? has a dream, and this isn't it. <laughs> <laughs> Evan's ancestors were so late. Evan's always late. His ancestors arrived on the June flower. I really like that one. That's a thinking man's insult right there. This one, uh, this next one that came up is just true. Uh, it says, next time you open your mouth, try to say something interesting. <laughs> well, let's talk about the Lord's Prayer. Then. This, is a, this is a prophecy generator. Man. The Lord's okay. Prayer, I think, is the least reflected on of all of the parts of the catechism, which is weird because um, it's the most often used. Every time, every time, by the way, the church prays corporately, there's two prayers that we say. Uh, and that is um, uh, the Kyrie, the Lord have mercy, and also the Lord's Prayer. So, I mean, you just name it. We In the divine service, we have Kyrie and Lord's Prayer, and they're separated. All the other services, they're together. So, matins, vespers, compline, all the daily offices, morning prayer, evening prayer, prayer at home, uh, uh, you know, every single devotion that we have. It, it, these two prayers are always there. Now, I'm trying to, I'm working on it myself. Um, to try to also include the Kyrie whenever, you know, praying with our family or when I go and visit with someone in the hospital or something like this, pray the Kyrie and the Lord's Prayer. But the Lord's Prayer is the most often used, and everyone knows it. You know, you'll go and see people, they haven't been in church in years and years, and you start praying the Lord's Prayer, and they know the Lord's Prayer. But oftentimes there's not, we don't pause to reflect on what's actually happen, happening in the Lord's Prayer, that there's a beautiful structure there, that there's seven petitions, that they each have their own um, area, although they overlap. So this game is to um, is to pause and meditate on the things of the Lord's Prayer. So we, I think we do this. We ask, uh, we ask, what uh, what petition is this? If I was praying for this, what petition would it be included in? So we have. So just to, as a review, of the structure of the Lord's Prayer. We have seven petitions. Uh, Hallowed be Thy name. Thy kingdom come, and Thy will be done. Those are the Thy petitions, the things that belong to God. His name, His kingdom, and His will. Uh, and in his name is included uh, that the word of God is taught in its truth and purity and that we believe it or that uh, that we live according to it. And then in the thy kingdom come, the Holy Spirit comes so that we believe his word and live godly lives according to it. Uh, when we pray for his will to be done, we're praying against the will of the world, the flesh and the devil. So when we pray thy will be done, what we're doing is simply acknowledging that there are opposing wills uh, to God's will. And we want to pray that God's would be done. Uh, then we have the us petitions, the four last petitions, uh, give us this day our daily bread. That's the easiest one to pray because we have a stomach that reminds us to pray it. And we get cold and we get sick. And those are all daily bread prayers. Uh, lead, uh, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Our conscience reminds us to pray that prayer. Uh, lead us not into temptation and deliver us from evil. So when we pray deliver us from evil, we pray that the Lord would deliver us from every evil of body and soul, uh, life and reputation, that the Lord would finally bring us to uh, to heaven itself, because He can't. The Lord can't deliver us from evil. It's not like if the Lord took you, Evan, and stuck you on a high mountain and got you away from all the evil, that you would actually be delivered from evil, because you would be there. Mm. So anyway, mm-hmm. so deliver um, us from evil. That's a prayer that the Lord would finally take us to eternal life. Uh, Kleinig brings out this really interesting thing too that you know that. Uh, 
um, the in in Jesus teaching us the Lord's Prayer, we have um, Jesus in his uh, in his incarnation, um, really showing in a sense a uh, a sense of of substitutionary atonement. And you have it in this that um, that here Jesus uh, tells us to pray in this way. And he says, "Our Father," you know, that that we would be invited to address God as as Father. Um, so he, we're, we join with Jesus in that, and that that we can address God as Father. And then Jesus then joins with us in uh, praying for the forgiveness of sins, um, uh, that, that 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 our sins would be forgiven. And He who who has no sin, um, but yet He joins with us uh, in this prayer. So that here, even in the in the praying of the Lord's Prayer, Jesus. Um, is inviting us to to his uh, to sonship with God, and then He is then identifying with with our sin. Yeah, that's right. And we also that's the uh, that's the introduction of the Lord. And we also have the conclusion, which is simply Amen, which means, uh, Lord, I'm praying all these things in faith because you've promised. You've promised me. You've to- told me to pray, and you've promised me that you desire to hear my prayer and answer it. Yeah, very good. Okay, so uh, how this works is we, we name something and then you are supposed to say uh, which petition, right? Yeah. By the way, I had a one, a good one. In fact, my only one that I actually wrote down for our last game on the Creed, but I didn't get to it. Okay. <laughs> and that's pizza and ice cream. Hmm. Well, that would be <laughs> the first article uh, or um, the fourth petition. Yeah, first article or fourth petition. I wanted if you're a youth minister, you should know that. <laughs> pizza and ice cream is not the third article. It's the first article. Um, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I had church. Do, we, do you think we have a lot of youth life. ministers listening? I don't know. If you're a youth minister, email us in. Let us know. Yeah. If you're a youth minister in Canada, let us know. <laughs> if you're a youth minister in Canada who doesn't have Facebook, you'll get extra extra points. <laughs> A million points for you <laughs> for all, right. all your suffering, threefold right. suffering. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's uh, so yeah, that's right. Fourth petition: Give us this day our daily bread. Now remember, this is the easiest petition to pray because we get hungry. But but remember, the fourth petition is so fantastically expansive. So for me to get bread, there's got to be a baker, and there, and for there to be a baker, there has to be an oven, and for there to be an oven, there has to be electricity, and for there to be electricity, there has to be a power plant, and for there to be a power plant, there has to be coal mines, and for there to be coal mines, there has to be uh, trains to get the coal to the plant, and for there to be trains, there has to be wheels on the train, and for there to be wheels, there has to be iron ore, yeah, yeah, and some sort it, of foundry, and... And there has to be good weather, and there has to be wheat, and there has to be cows, and there has to be police, and there has to be government, and there has to be armies, and borders, and money, and banks, and computers, and plastic. All right, and we get it. Coffee beans. We get the idea. So There's got to be a lot of petition stuff. petition covers a lot. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see what I have for you. By the way, every, every vocation in the whole world is covered under the fourth petition, except for the vocation of pastor. Did you realize that? Every I, I, now this could be tested, but I, I I've been thinking about this for a little bit. When every single vocation that we pray for, when we pray, give us this day our daily bread, except for the pastor, and the pastor's vocation is covered under the. Oh, I should say, when you pray for your pastor, what petition is that? Uh, that'll be the fifth, sixth, fifth and sixth. Yeah, well, I think fifth is right. Forgive us our trespasses. Pastor has a job for you. Why? I wasn't thinking about the sixth, though. What are you thinking about the sixth? Well, in the hearing of the word that uh, that that we are um, delivered from temptation. 
True. True. Uh, so then because we have the, so the seventh vocation too, of dealing with the Lord's Word. So I was just thinking in, in light of, uh, you know, Luther always groups these together, the for, uh, forgiveness, life, and salvation, that we have forgiveness from sin, life from death, and salvation from the evil one. True. Which would be petitions and, five, six, and seven, right? True, and and then, but also especially the second petition, because there we're praying that the Lord's word would be true, oh, yeah, 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 truth yeah. and purity. Right. Yeah. First petition and second petition, uh, and uh, and so we're praying against false teachers and for true doctrine. Mm-hmm. But I think essentially the pa- when you pray uh, for the passion, you're praying second petition, fifth petition, and I think you're well, you first can petition it. too, right? That you're, yeah, you're, yeah. That taught that his name is being hallowed. Yep, that's right. So all of them, but the fourth petition, because you're unless the pastor brings a, a, a thing of brownies to the potluck, and then you're praying for all the petitions, <laughs> and you pray for your pastor. Depending on if you're you want your pastor to bring brownies. Do you make good brownies over there? Uh, oh, killer, killer. <laughs> I'll ask mom about that. <laughs> she doesn't right, know. What else? She you, doesn't you're... know. <laughs> You got another one there? Uh, yes. Uh, how about um, uh, a woman in the hospital saying, uh, uh, I want to go to heaven? Yes, that's right. That's seventh petition. In fact, this is so comforting. I don't know how many people uh, ask me, Pastor, is it all right to pray that the Lord would take me to heaven? And I said, yeah, that's what you pray in the Lord's Prayer, deliver us from evil. Because, again, you can't be delivered from evil until the Lord uh, takes you to his face in heaven. True mm-hmm. enough. All right. What about one? this? Dear Lord, uh, um, please don't let people listen to the dangerous false teaching of Joel Osteen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, this would be first petition and third petition. Uh, so that you're you're asking that God's name be hallowed, that it is not um, – it's not being – uh, that, that God's word be, we, be, would be taught in its, its uh, truth and purity, and then that the the uh, the will of the devil who would who would want Joel Osteen to preach the false doctrine um, would be uh, would be dealing with a third petition that we would break and hinder um, the, the the plots of the devil in the world. So I would say first and third. That's right, and you and now and especially with this sort of thing, we can see this thread that weaves through the, all the parts. So we have the second uh, and third commandments. Uh, hallowed be thy name. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Now I'm getting all messed up. Uh, you shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy, which both have to do with God's word. We have the third article, which is the Holy Spirit bringing to us the gospel. And then we have the second, first and second and third petitions. All of these are, are praying that the Lord would let his word have its way and his doctrine would have free course among us. Simply beautiful. Okay, and I've said the word sin like 10 times, never heard me, so I get 500 <laughs> points. And that's all the time we have. Thanks for listening to this edition of Table Talk Radio. Evan says, what would Scooby do? <laughs> You've been listening to Table Talk Radio. The views expressed on this show are that of the hosts and do not reflect the views or opinions of this station. We would like your feedback on today's show. Call us toll-free, 1-800-385-SOLA. That's 1-800-385-SOLA. Or send us an email, questions at tabletalkradio.org. You can listen again to this show or any of our past shows on our website, tabletalkradio.org. Thanks for listening and tune in again next time to Table Talk Radio.